All right, so we're here at another at the open mic at the press club that we've been doing what since January now. I don't know. We missed one. Three or yeah, yeah we missed sure. last month, but we're back this month, and uh, we're sitting here. And guess who walks in? Uh, Dennis Donahue. <laughs> some some of you may recognize that name, especially you know a lot of our listeners in Salinas, I would think. Um, and yeah, so you're. Oh, I'm assuming on the campaign campaign trail right now. You know you're running for supervisor. I, I, I am. I just uh, finished attending the uh, 12th annual Fiesta of Hope at the uh, Embassy Suite. So a nice evening. And uh, since you and I ran into each other the other day and I knew you'd be here, I wanted to stop in and see you in action. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thanks for coming out again. It, it's, it's always nice. You know, it's, it's, it was an idea two years ago, and now now it's this thing which used to be so shy in front of the mic and now it's now I'm like get mics in front of me I have things to say <laughs> well I've always I've always followed you since you're uh, since you went through the uh, Kaufman program and were part of the whole uh, Steinbeck innovation uh, scene at the you know a couple of years ago so I've always, I've always kept an eye on you I've always been intrigued by your blogging with the soccer and that sort of thing so in Salinas Underground so yeah it was good to run into you yeah yeah no that that, that really helped because I've always you know wanted to do something it was one of those it's like how do i get involved and i I don't know where i saw that but i just called and filled out the application they they accepted me and it was the the uh, the, one of the greatest experiences you know especially professional wise it it kind of showed me it wasn't it's not like a handbook of here this is how you start to do run a successful business or start a successful business but it was definitely if you have the motivation here are the tools that you need to get started yeah, and I think that's important. You know, it's interesting. The Kaufman Entrepreneurial Training Program, there, there are three different components. It's, it's considered one of the, the better uh, sets of curriculum around entrepreneurial activity, but uh, the one you participated in, and what I liked about it was, do you just simply have an idea or do you want to know how to do it? Yeah. And, you know, and how do you get started? And, uh, you know, you... you uh, uh, and, and and you never know where an idea is going to take you. Well, exactly. Well, because to me, ultimately, that... That very well was the seed for this. Right. Again, I, yeah, the you know ag tech is so, such in its infancy. It's in right. Salinas and pretty much everywhere else as well. That it's going to take a while, you know, for that. But I took the, the exact you know knowledge that I learned there. I incorporated it into doing this, and I have a feeling that's why this has been so successful. You know, yeah. The, what I've learned, and I I go go back sometimes. I still have the handbook and all that. Um, the one I always go back to George Matsui's. He gave us oh, Randy Matsui's. Yeah, ra- yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was telling him it was George, but um, he. It was a book on um, altruism. Yeah, altruism and, and, and biography a little bit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I I read that so much because um, it, it, I don't know. Just that book in itself has helped me. You know. Well, it's a great book. The other thing that's really kind of interesting uh, is you know. Andy, uh, the fact he started over, uh, you know, at a, a later stage in life, and one of the things I always like and was impressed by was, uh, you know, that uh, the flower industry really uh, took a took a beating with with imports, and then Andy came up with a very simple idea. Besides growing orchards, or, orchids, and you know, in the Salinas Valley, who knew? You always typically yeah. think of that in kind of tropical terms, but but the very simple idea of he would leave them in the bulb and so the product actually had the root or dirt and so when you define that as the new product you couldn't import 
dirt or soils into the United States. Yeah. So he, I mean, it's very, very simple, but very clever and very, very powerful. Yeah. So, you know, it, just one idea and, uh, you know, and it's, it's fair to say Andy uh, has, has done pretty darn well. Yeah. And he's so humble about it yeah, as he well. Is. He's, he's kind of, when you're hearing him talk, he's like, you could have done the same thing. And you're like, yeah. well, no, you see the world <laughs> slightly different. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a lot of things that come along. And I go, you know, I was thinking about that. I wish I had done something about it. But I got to tell you, it never occurred to me to leave the dirt on a bulb on an orchid. <laughs> so I think he kind of thought, I think he wins there on originality. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, he's, uh, again, so yeah, it was, I really enjoyed my time there. Well, I remember, I always remember it and we enjoyed visiting oh. and visiting with you. But, you know, you could kind of tell you were, at the time, on a little bit of a journey, and just where would your ideas uh, lead you? And uh, but uh, you know, it's it's a little bit. Uh, you know, I don't travel as much as I, I used to, but you know, you get on you, you get on a plane, and all of a sudden you break the routine, and you're thinking differently and new ideas. And, yeah, you, know, you were. I was always struck by you were you were on that path. It seemed to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I again, I've, I've always had all, all these ideas, but I did never had again a really clear vision of how to, to accomplish right, them right. And, and again that program really helped me and well, that's good and again that's why again I feel that this is where it's at now and and yeah and I, I love hearing you know being out downtown and people are like you know what you did make me think of Selena's yeah. differently yeah. or I oh I checked this restaurant out or something yeah. well you know what's interesting is if you look at uh, and I know you spent some time in downtown you know in the old in old town you know which is a Evolving to a new a new name, a new district, Selena City Center. But uh, you know, in the Taylor Building, with the Western Growers Innovation Center, uh, there's now uh, I think 14 startups in there. Yeah. And it was, and I had heard a talk from the mayor a couple several weeks ago, and it, and he said he was up in Sacramento, and the people in Sacramento said, "Oh, Salinas, that that's the place where all the ag tech stuff's happening." Now, four years ago, that's not would have been the conversation yeah. you would have, you, you would have had about Selena. So, one of the things I always felt about the mayor, when I was the mayor, is that one of you know, and obviously we've had some image challenges over the years. But yeah, I, I always felt that one of the ways you deal with some of the some of the negative things that are going on is you you build the good. And so, and so I think that, uh, and and there's always been, you know, Salinas has always been a, a terrific, resilient community that uh, that keep keeps moving. But I think this ag tech thing, you know, really all uh, we've done an awfully good job of getting uh, uh, the tech world's attention. That if you're going to think about fresh, if you're going to think about feeding the world, uh, you better be thinking about Salinas. Yeah. And uh, so, so there's 14 companies. Uh, we've got a. Uh, uh, a Thrive Accelerator competition, which kind of was the next stage of where you have uh, competitions for companies. We had 200 companies all over the world looking at the Thrive competition, got it down to 35, selected 12, and so hopefully there'll be more companies in that incubator. And, and you know, the the thing that's interesting is, you know, everybody uh, everybody wants the next Google or the Facebook, but, you know, the reality is you... Uh, you got to have a lot of failure before you get to yeah. you get to the one that gets you there. But uh, you know we're, we're we're certainly panning for uh, you know there's an old phrase in the produce industry, green gold. We're certainly panning for green gold right now. So we'll see how we do. But uh, I think it's I think it's helped change downtown. Uh, I think it's certainly uh, put Salinas in a really uh, in the spotlight in a really positive way. So and so just think you were you were part of all of that in the beginning. Yeah. Well, that's what's what. Again, when I read all this stuff and uh, with comments, what people have to say, it, I do kind of read with a smirk because it's like, well, I have, I see the background, and you know, and 
some people are upset they, they don't think it's moving fast enough and it's or that no like well, I don't see any results now yeah and it's like but it's like well I hope, wish you could listen to my story because right. I can tell you about results well you know it's interesting because you know I just went through a forum last night you know and that question came up and I said I said well listen first of all what we what we tried to do was set up is create an entrepreneurial environment and we always said it would take a fair amount of time but what's interesting is is when when folks say that and you talk about entrepreneurial uh, activity and startups and which 90% have failed you know I kind of want to explain to them you know you're really not evaluating me when you're being critical you're talking about the startups and the people who are trying to make things happen and and the reality is by definition if you're going to go panning for green gold and, and the next uh, fresh Google, whatever that is, there's going to be a lot of failures along the way. But the other thing is, and and what we kind of learned as we got into this thing, is uh, the the day-to-day realities of uh, Salinas Valley agriculture in terms of, you know, uh, there are a lot of labor challenges, so there's a a real mechanization push underway. And that's, that's not necessarily fundable from a VC standpoint. So, so, so there's some industry trends that have kind of affected that, and then, and then one of the things I'm struck by, and you guys probably know this because you are younger and sharper and more technically adept and hip than I am, but you, you know the reality is we've still really have got a long way to go uh, in the valley in terms of uh, broadband and being able to be uh, be wired and that's that sort of thing. And you know, yeah. so when you start talking about sensors and all this new technology, I mean, we. Can, Heck, I, I mean, I you know when I drive home tonight and get on my cell phone, I'm not going to make it through that little dip in marina. But, but you know, so the, so that whole issue of broadband, you yeah. know, for the tech revolution to be completed, you got to be wired and yeah. and ready to go. We're and we're still not there yet, like we need to be. So there's a, you know, so there's a lot of moving parts to this thing, and I think I know folks like uh, I mean, we all want everything to happen yesterday, uh, but you know, you know what I often tell people is look how hard. Or, folks are trying look at the caliber of people involved uh so that really kind of lets you know hey this is this is kind of how tough it is but the good yeah. news is about our neck of the woods i you know i don't see people giving up they keep they keep plugging away so i i'm i'm sure we'll be fine that's what i have always said that's one thing about people from salinas is when whoever it might be when they say i want that they some they get it somehow yeah, yeah. and and just and it's like it's so amazing now. I, yeah. I don't know why it is. Again, it is a pretty, um, you know, it rural type town. You know, yeah. so we yeah. kind of have to fend for ourselves sometimes. So, but it, I've always said that's so amazing. Well, this weekend is the Steinbeck Festival, and I always, you know, so making the literary analogy, I always used to tell everyone, you, you know, I'm I'm, I'm quite sure, sure the story of Salinas will have have a happy ending. I just can, I just really can't tell you how long the book is. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, Salinas has a pretty good track record of uh, you know plugging away at their problems well, and, and their opportunities I uh, last year wrote an article for the, the, the it was a, a project called I think Salinas the richest poor city yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and I they asked me to write an article and I wrote one and I I compare I said Salinas is like a 17 year old right right you know it's it's growing and we're, we're right on the cusp of being an actual city yeah. you know a all like a you know not 24 hour city but at least a 16 hour right, you know right. 18 hour city um we're we're getting there and i think that transition is is like you know being a teenager there's going to be growing well pains. that's a great observation you know what's interesting about science and i didn't realize this until i became the mayor but we're we're technically 
about the 150th largest city in the United States of America. Now, if you think about San Jose, which is the 10th largest, and it's just right around a million, the drop-off gets pretty sharp after that. But yeah. but to be the 150th largest city, of the country, that that implies one, we're a city. Yeah. But two, because of our, you know, we're, you know, because of uh, the valley and our and our ag component, you know, we're we're arguably. Uh, you know the uh, the country's most interesting rural urban laboratory. Well, that that's one one thing I've mentioned on the podcast before, and that I try to emphasize. Like, yeah, you know, some people might think, oh, 150. Ooh, we're not even in the top 100, but it's like, but then once you measure density, which is right, actually right, a right. better kind of uh, measure, sometimes we're 50th. Salinas is denser than Portland. That's like everybody's darling right now. You know, you have density. You don't have the type of open space that you would expect for a city with that type of population. And the other thing is there's an article making the rounds right now that Salinas is the ninth most expensive city in the country to live in. So it's deceptively (laughs) expensive. You know, when I first became the mayor, we we had that... Uh, that imbalance of the uh, lowest per capita income versus the highest per capita housing in the country. You know, that, that's a tough statistic. Yeah. And so, that, so that's why, um, uh, you know, this ag tech initiative is so important because the, the foundation of that is that broadband discussion, the ability. Yeah. Because as I, uh, you know, as I uh, uh, move, move around the district and talk about, you know, what do we need to do to... Uh, uh, get back on track uh, and uh, help replace the economy we lost when Ford Order closed. That, you know, one of the big opportunities we're going to have is the whole cybersecurity area, and, and that yeah. offers a real opportunity for for high-paying jobs and that type of thing. But again, you got to be wired and ready to go if, yeah. you, if you're going to if you're going to you know because tech tech jobs you know STEM related all you know all the all the buzz phrases you hear these days yeah. you know those types of jobs. Uh, you know, you, you know, you have to, you have to have, you know, there's in, there's infrastructure as it relates to road and water, but there's also innovation infrastructure, and, and we've got, and we've got to do that if we're going to take advantage of our proximity to the Silicon Valley. I I look at Santa Cruz constantly, who does have a broadband connection, and they have a pretty cool tech scene. You yeah, know? And yeah. Then, and yeah, and it, and then you kind of go back in time. And it's like, well, why? Why did this yeah. happen? And then it, it comes around. Oh, broadband! When yeah. they got connected, yeah. you know, had good strong internet connection well we're poised you know we have the, we have new we're going to have new industry opportunities along with the things we're pretty familiar with ag and hospitality you know whether it's cyber or marine sciences aquaculture those sorts of things but but you have to like you say you've got to do what uh, what santa cruz has gotten gotten done and i know the plans are in the work but yeah but but uh we we need to get it done yeah no we, we de- i definitely agree I, I agree with that um but yeah, I, I mean, th- thanks, thanks for for coming on. Oh, no, I, no, I, I, no, I, I, yeah. I, like I said, it was kind of it was it was fun to run into you. I, 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 yeah. I keep an eye out on you and your active activities, and uh, and, uh, and uh, say hello to your folks for me. Yeah, yeah, we're again we're champions of Salinas. We good. just we just want people to see it the way we see it. Good, you know? good, good, we good, love good. It. Well, and you know, and I've really uh, I've enjoyed getting to know all the cities in the Fourth District and Seaside. You know the. the you know, Seaside, uh, like Salinas, is very much a city of neighborhoods. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and great community players and a lot, a lot of community pride. So, uh, and, and really trying to go to the next, le- next level economically and make the turn. So, uh, yeah, I really we, enjoyed getting to know Seaside. Yeah, we love that here. They have great restaurants. You know, it's a lot, it's different than from being in Salinas. And again, you're 15 minutes away. Like we say, sometimes, depending on traffic, 
it's quicker to drive from South, South Salinas to here than South Salinas to North Salinas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you're, no, you're right. Don't be careful doing that on Imgen Parkway. You get in trouble with the speed traps who set up. So. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so you can, you can tell I've made the drive plenty of times. Yeah, I, know yeah. to be, I know to be careful. Yeah. So anyway, well, good to visit with you guys. Oh, yeah, thanks again, Dennis, okay. for coming thanks, on, thanks and we'll definitely be, be in contact. Good. Okay, see you soon. Yo, so yeah, right, that was uh, Dennis Donahue. Some of you may recognize the name. Uh, now you could hear his voice. Um, but yeah, that was interesting. So you, you never know uh, who might walk into these doors. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and that also, it, it's pretty impressive because we did run into him last night and kind of just in passing mentioned. We didn't invite him here or anything. We just mentioned, yeah, we'll, we'll be recording at the press club tomorrow. And boom, he shows up. So it's pretty cool, you know, that the podcast is getting to that point where people are like, I need, I need to make that appearance. So, um, so yeah, get on, get on the bandwagon, get get on the bandwagon. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know. It's crazy. It's starting to be more believable. You know, like I, I, like I understand the growth and all that. Oh, I see. But like four months ago, I was like, dude, what is this? What have we created? Um, it's not a monster. So no, it's definitely <laughs> not a monster. But so it, yeah. I mean, again, we're out here in Seaside at the Press Club uh, on Fremont, right across from the House of Gyros <laughs> and the Breakfast Club. Um, yeah, this is the weeklies. The weeklies offices plus they also have a little performance space juice bar thing here um they got some kombucha i'm so california i'm drinking my kombucha out of a, a stemless wine glass <laughs> what else are you drinking uh, americano <laughs> I, I love that yeah. but again i don't know if anyone remembers the or i i came across americanos i was at del monte mall and um just a tiny bit um, but yeah I was at Del Monte Mall it was a really cold night because Monterey is cold I don't know if cold as hell that, that doesn't make sense <laughs> but as cold as the cold part of hell um, so I went to Starbucks to get something and I realized dude I've never come to Starbucks I just I go to a place I said give me a black coffee yeah. So I was like, nah, I want something cool that I'm here. And there was a drink called an Americano. And I was like, dude, if there was a drink for me, it's the Americano. And apparently it's just espresso with water. And I love it. That's cool. I love it. But you got it at a Starbucks? Yeah. Like, so wow. That was my first one. Well, that would be the one place to discover like an Americano. Some, right? Something coffee related. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone's always like, oh, I love Frappuccino or Mocha, mocha mm-hmm. Chocolata or something. It's like... <laughs> I want to have a cool drink yeah. order too, but yeah, I love black coffee. I don't care. But then Americano, and like, oh, it was so good. And yeah, it's just espresso with water. And then we got the Keurig thing at work, oh, yeah. so I could just dispense the hot water and then the espresso on top. I'm like a barista. <laughs> um, I don't know how the hell you guys can drink black coffee because that's just not my deal. Right? Really? Uh-huh. Um, I figured out how to make iced coffee the other day. Make coffee at ice? <laughs> yeah. No, I actually, I forgot that I had left, like, you know, a good, you know, good couple drinks still left in my mug. And I was like, oh, dude, I forgot about this. 
it was like four hours after the fact. So oh. I drank and it was cold, and I was like, oh, this was a mistake. <laughs> this was a mistake. But it was cold, and I was like, oh, this is iced coffee. Crazy. Yeah. I just invented something. I'm like a, like Thomas Edison or some shit. It's <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I uh, got an Americano here at the weekly. It's made by college kids, so you know it's legit. Yeah. You know? Um, oh, they are, huh? I see us, you and B and all. Yeah, you that, did. I never put the two together. Yeah. You know, college people here, crazy. Yeah, that's what mostly this crowd, that's why I dig it. It's a pretty young, young, hip crowd. Yeah. Um, and, and they make great coffee. I don't know about what it is about being 21, but your coffee muscles are primed at that time. Yeah. Um, coffee muscles. It's got to be coffee muscles. <laughs> yeah, we've evolved. We've had coffee in our systems for like, what, the past five generations? I believe it. I dig it. Dude, the other day, huh. oh yeah, that one day I stayed up till freaking four in the morning trying to figure out that website. I, I was zombie mode, and it was like two minutes after taking my first drink of coffee, and it was just like I, I, I feel normal now. Like, I wasn't all like I didn't have super excitement, but it was like well normal, and then you know finish it, and then I was like, whoa, okay, I'm ready. Oh man, I was like, what a crazy fucking drug, dude. What a crazy! There's some drugs that we're like okay with, you know, alcohol, <laughs> alcohol and caffeine. Caffeine's yeah. the big one. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, it's and it's bad. I walk by a, uh, the grocery store, like where you roast your or roast your own coffee or whatever, grind oh. your own coffee. Dude, I walk by and I again, I literally have to stop and just like oh, just really? take a deep, dude. <laughs> it's just like. I don't know. Like, it's like it, a pervert for coffee, man. <laughs> well, no, I could feel like or like a tweaker that first hit. Of the freaking foco, you know, like uh-huh. that after a couple of days, it's just like, ah, and it's like, dude, I get that same fucking shit from caffeine. Everybody does. It's so funny. Like, we can say that, oh, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. It's literally, don't talk to me. I'm sober. <laughs> like, let, let me get high. I need to get high first. And it's like, what I the never fuck? thought about that. You Damn, can't do that for that. anything else, you yeah, know? Yeah, definitely. It's like, um, hold on. Yeah. I haven't taken my, my acid yet today. Don't fucking talk to me. It's like it's so weird, and it's completely acceptable. We have drive-throughs for these motherfuckers. Yeah, we have drive-throughs. We have bikini. With- someone should draw that like drive-through, and then like someone with needles or something handing them out. Yeah, where's like, that political cartoon, world, you know? man? Yeah. Nah, where's that? That where's that one? Shit, it's probably been in the New Yorker. Yeah, they do uh, some. I'm just trying to be original. Pretty I'm smart trying shit. Trying to be original, whatever. What do you call it when you see an essay? Plagiarizing. Yeah, I'm try- there you go. Anyways. I'm telling you, that's not that's not Chris from Seven Eleven. Hello. Does she no, not no, have no. awesome old lady hair? <laughs> yeah. That fucking great. That old wasn't lady the same hair. person though. Yeah, that was from the late early earlier. Really? Yeah. No. I mean, for everyone's listening, they don't know this is no. obviously older lady, <laughs> all all gray. But it's don't from her was blonde. No, no, this lady was that was the lady. Oh, okay. But yeah, she's she's all fully gray, but it's it's nice. Yeah, very nice. It's all shiny. She takes care of herself. Yeah, (laughs) that was a was really good, really good done hair. Dude, look, they have a a mount for their phone. That's pretty fancy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm gonna try to finish this kombucha, and then we'll we'll be back a couple minutes. Yeah. All right, so we're finishing up another one. And again, I mean, I, I want to invite everybody, if, if you're listening to this and you're wondering, you know, if you want to do something a slightly different that's not crazy, you know, just, just some, something chill every first Friday here at uh, the Press Club in Seaside on Fremont, across from the House of Giros. 
Um, Down the street from Carlos Jr. Just like and a BK. We, we need um, what do you call them? Landmarks, man. <laughs> Recognizable landmarks <laughs> and a street corner that has three cities on it. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, pretty cool. Just, <laughs> it's like the four corners over here. And the coolest fucking police station ever. <laughs> yeah. At least the chillest one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's the most iry station for sure. <laughs> it's pretty iry over there, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we enjoy it. You know, we drive out here because we we not we enjoy the the scene. Plus, you know, we get to share our podcast with a different uh, crew or different people over here. So um, and yeah, we invite you guys. You know, it'd be nice if we can get some more open mic going in Salinas. But hey, again, this is fifteen minutes away. Um, just like Dennis said, don't speed down MGM, you get screwed. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so it was an, another great time. Uh, Daniel is still cannot believe that, um, that Dennis walked in here, but he, he did. And, and it, <laughs> it was fun. And, and again, we'll be back next month. Uh, we'll, we'll share this. I think they got a, we'll have to ask. Hat girl, yeah. Um, if they have like a Twitter or yeah, or an event page or something. But anyway, um, I hope you enjoyed this special episode. Again, these come out once a month. They're they're kind of different. They're not really Selena's Underground full episodes. They're they're just they're they're here showing off the open mic. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed these. They're they're really short and quick, and you get to learn a lot fast. This this week we had a a freaking politician. Yeah. We had an open mic and we interviewed no no musicians but a politician. I guess it rhymes. But anyway, yeah. hope you enjoyed the episode, folks. Yeah, good one. <laughs> <laughs>